Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Dave and Dejanovic, your morning companions for talk, analysis, and key perspectives on Utah's biggest stories on KSL News Radio. Well, if if you don't use this app, your kids do. Uh, and so, as you're, well, maybe you've already dropped them off at school. But when you pick them up from school today, you're gonna, you're, you may be asked this: uh, the federal government may be stepping into a ban on TikTok. I'm trying to remember if it was me or if it was somebody else, but did I get you addicted to TikTok? Probably. I'm sorry. Like Diet Coke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. My bad. And it really happened during the pandemic. A lot of folks got on TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> yeah, that app, because we were bored in our own homes and our own backyards. And it was a fun app to watch everybody doing cute little 10 or 15 second videos. Now it's become more of a resource. Some people are using it to get news content. A lot of news organizations use it to post content. And so it's grown to the point where 100 million Americans are now using TikTok. But our very own Senator Mitt Romney is now on board with a plan to potentially ban it. We're going to explain why. Don't you love how everybody is on Team Trump on this? Like, that was what President Trump wanted to do long ago. Now everybody is like, mm, maybe he was right all along. It's 9.07. It's time for the launch. Sequence engaged. And here are three things, not all TikTok related, <laughs> but three things that Debbie wants you to know. Countdown three. I want to talk about killing cougars. Utah lawmaker passing legislation that lets uh, anyone with a hunting license kill a cougar. I don't. I think this means you don't no longer need a special permit. I, I'm going to go change my batteries in the newsroom so I can get my 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 tongue and lips working correctly this morning. Um, but while I do that, Dave is going to give you his opinion on this. I don't know if this means that if I see one sitting on my front patio or it's on my running route, bam! <laughs> I can just. Pull off the gun I don't own and bam! We're going to get the Utah lawmaker who's in favor of this, the wildlife group that's opposed to it. They're calling in at 10 a.m. Debbie wants a license to kill cougars. (laughs) I'll be honest. If I see a cougar anywhere ever, I will want to kill that cougar. They're the most terrifying thing we have in this state. You think? Is there anything more terrifying than Mm. the cougar? I mean, I guess maybe there's a bear Maybe we have some bears. I don't know. They're like neck and neck. and Black bears. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm worried about the amount of cougars. I had no idea how many cougars are roaming around the Utah foothills. Really? You're not going to believe okay. how many cougars are in this state. 
countdown to... We've been watching massive protests in France unfold over the last couple of days, so we decided to dive into it at 9.35, because I think this is a, this is a great conversation. The, this, these protests are so big. In fact, they're canceling flights to Paris because of it, because workers are pouring into the streets over a government push to up the retirement age. Okay, Dave, I read one worker's account. She said, I began working at the age of 17, and then her retirement age was 60, and then it got bumped to 62, and now she says it's 64, and the government keeps moving the target on her, and she's angry. How lazy are the French? You can retire at 62 years old. Like, that's when you can start collecting your your social Your pension. Kind of like us. Yeah, 62, 64. What's the right number? There's a massive math problem in France when it comes to paying out these benefits, just like the United States. We have a massive math problem. We're running out. And this isn't just coming from Dave Noriega. It's on the Social Security website. (laughs) It says we're out of money in the next decade. Then, Then what do we do? Well, we don't talk about it. But we're going to today. Launch countdown one. Our top story, Utah Senator Mitt Romney. Uh, joining other senators on a, on a new proposal that could ban or restrict, but ban TikTok in the United States. Now, this is the social media app. You're just going to take this away? Okay, that's fine. It will be replaced in 0.2 seconds. So we've got to figure out how to use it appropriately. Dave and Dujanovic. The launch. Commence. Dave and Dujanovic. Special coverage of the top national story. But what this would mean is if it is replaced, it wouldn't be replaced with a Chinese-owned app. And that is what is at issue as several senators got together and have decided to push legislation that could allow the federal government to ban apps like TikTok. Um, you know, in several states like Utah, we've the state of Utah has already restricted use of TikTok on state-owned phones and laptops or, you know, devices. But should the federal government restrict it on your child's device too or on your device, David? How often does prohibition work? Whether it's alcohol, whether it's computers, information, the internet, this happens in authoritarian dictatorships, right, where they just, they ban social media. This happens. And then what happens? People still get to it. They still use it. So we'd find TikTok on the black market. Yeah, or, or we'll just break the law. Senator, like who's going to be knocking down my door? Let me see if I can get Senator Mitt Romney to convince you. Uh, he spoke yesterday at a news conference. And in fact, he's joining Boyd Matheson's show this afternoon at 1.30. They're going to discuss this very issue. But listen to what he said. There are a lot of us that are concerned about uh, privacy. And we say, gosh, we don't want the government to know everything we're doing. We want to protect our personal privacy. Well, one thing a lot worse than having our government infringe on our privacy is having the Chinese Communist Party infringe on our privacy and be able to track us and follow us. And whether it's with social media or other technologies, communication technologies or the hardware that they devise over the coming years, we have to make sure that we have the resources in place and the authorities in place to stop those things before they endanger us. 
we have been hit with massive cybersecurity issues across this country, right? People lock up your computer. You have to pay a ransom. This kind of stuff happens all the time. Is is this a possibility because I use the TikTok app? TikTok app? Of course. But just because I use a computer, I'm at risk, right? This happens all over all the time. So it doesn't sound like you're convinced or swayed yet by Senator Mitt Romney's statements about his concerns over TikTok. What about what FBI, the FBI director told Congress several months ago? And let me, let me get into this right now. This is a Chinese-owned company right. that runs TikTok. And the concern from the FBI is that that company could be compelled under Chinese law to turn over our personal data that is collected to the Chinese government, which could be used to control software on millions and millions of devices that we walk around with and compromise those devices that have the app on them. Worst case scenario in my mind, Dave, a nationwide shutdown of our phones, courtesy. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. China, because they have access to our phones the Chinese government or the Chinese cover, the, the Communist Party. What kind of phone do you have? iPhone. iPhone? I have an iPhone. Do you know where your iPhone was put together? China. That's China. point. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if we're, we're mm-hmm. just convinced that China and the Chinese Communist Party is out to get us, wouldn't it just be easy to hack the phone that they're putting together have in that country? there already? Yeah, there's something on there already. Or does it only come through software that we download? Mm. If we're going to full-on panic, yeah. how about we panic about how they're putting the hardware together? Mm. We're selectively choosing what we're panicking about when it comes to the Chinese Communist Party. As again, Senator Mitt Romney joining Boyd Matheson at one thirty this afternoon. Uh, I just spoke to Boyd about it, and he said, yep, they're going to talk about this issue. The Chinese Communist Party is not our dear friend. That's from Senator Mitt Romney. There's more on that to come at 1.30 when he calls Boyd's show from Washington, D.C. But we want to know from parents, are you like Dave? Do you not want the government to restrict or cancel apps that you, maybe your kids, love? Dave and Dujanovic, special coverage of the top national story. Taking your live phone calls at 801-575-TALK. Do you feel like between the... Congress and also Utah's Capitol Hill. There's a slippery slope going on here with bans and restrictions of use of social media. Um, The latest 
in the way of uh, TikTok, several senators getting together to say, uh, including our very own Mitt Romney, Senator Mitt Romney, saying that it's time to allow the federal government to implement restrictions on TikTok. And this could even mean a ban of the very, very wildly popular app. How much of this feels to you, listeners, like the flavor of the month, the demon of the week? Who are we going to fight today? Let's go after TikTok and the Chinese Communist Party. I'm going to use all the keywords, all the triggering keywords. It's going to rile you up. We all use TikTok, right? How many times have you been burned by TikTok? Have you ever had a bad experience other than staying up too late watching hilarious videos? I wonder how much of this is guilty until proven innocent. Senator Romney speaks to concerns about that, you know, this is a Chinese-owned company and it could be compelled under the rule of law there to turn over our personal data. Um, The FBI director has stated several months ago that this could be a concern, that they could access, you know, software and cripple the phones and get our data and share it with the Chinese government. Um, taking your live phone calls, 801-575-TALK. Are you, are you sick and tired of the government doing your job, parents? Isn't, is it your job to cancel social media apps on your phone or your kid's phone? Um, or is it the government's job? we got phone calls. Yeah, let's jump out to Sherman in Bountiful. Sherman, do you have any strong feelings about TikTok? Yeah, I think it ticks me off. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Well, and I, I, I really do not believe that and think that our country should be inviting China into our technical arena. And a point in fact, uh, ThinkPad, IBM sold ThinkPad to the Chinese. The Chinese rebranded it as Lenovo and came back and sold, is selling Lenovo here in the United States. And, you know, my gut feeling says, hey, there's there's firmware in there that they could access any time they wanted. So I just I just think that uh, we ought to stay away from the Chinese and they ought to stay away from us. Sherman, thank you for the phone call. Uh, you, you mentioned firmware. Well, where do you where do you think this phone's built? The iPhone. The iPhone. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, these are manufactured largely put together in China. And we stand in long lines to get the newest version. Oh, Debbie, we're like beating each other up trying to get the latest. Oh, wait, an iPhone 26 S Max with 19 cameras? Sign me up. Oh, it's only $32,000? Perfect. But on the flip side, we're trying to ban the apps that are run by a Chinese company. You're You're starting to really make sense here, Dave. I, I try not to do that too often, but I, I, I really latched on to something here. It, you did. It, it's shocking to me that we're so worried about software when the hardware is built in China. Right? So, why, why do we trust them to build the phone, but heaven forbid we let somebody, you know, give us an app for that phone? I read where Senator Joe Manchin polled his uh, college-age granddaughters about their personal opinion on banning TikTok in the United States. And they said something along the lines of, 
watch what you ban, Grandpa. And I felt that that speaks to a disconnect between perhaps an older generation and our kids who don't feel the same way we do or don't see these issues that perhaps even like Senator Romney sees regarding TikTok. There are a lot of us that are concerned about uh, privacy. And we say, gosh, we don't want the government to know everything we're doing. We want to protect our personal privacy. Well, one thing a lot worse than having our government infringe on our privacy is having the Chinese Communist Party infringe on our privacy. I don't hear those concerns coming from my 20-something-year-old kids. I don't feel like the younger generation feels that way. And maybe that's why Manchin's granddaughter said, watch what you ban, Grandpa, because they don't care about this the way we're so passionate about it. If you start thinking about your phone or your computer and the kind of information that we freely give to websites and uh, keystrokes and logging on and uh, location services, I mean, how easily do we track each other? How easily do we track our kids? I can pull up my phone right now. Every one of my kids knows, even my adult kids knows that I'm tracking them. I know where they're at. They don't care. And my other question is, who is to say that a, a, a U.S.-owned app wouldn't collect data and then sell it to a foreign government, even though they could be prosecuted for that? Who's to say that isn't happening or can't happen? Well, you sell it to one person. They sell it to another. We sell information, and that is like business as usual. That happens all the time. Every website you go to, you think it's a coincidence that every time uh, you you Google something and then the very next website you, you visit, an ad for that very thing you Googled starts <laughs> popping up. This is not shocking to us. Ike from Salt Lake City, uh, do you agree with uh, government bans or restrictions on Ike left us? Sorry, Ike. Call back, please. If you you can in the next 60 seconds, we do want to get your call in the air. The Utah State Legislature also restricted access to social media this session uh, for kids um, under the age of 18. They have to get their parents' consent in order to be able to use a social media app it, this hasn't been implemented yet. It still has to go through the, you know, the gov- probably has the governor seen. I think he's going to sign it. But, um, but they did that for mental health reasons, and it just got me thinking: Is this just a slippery slope with government bans on free speech? My or kids ability to use what we want to use. Yeah, my kids already require my permission to download social media. Like that, that already is a thing in our household. Um, too often we look to the government to do things that we should be doing as parents. TikTok has been around for seven years. I had to go back and see it because I was a late bloomer on TikTok. It was during the pandemic that I downloaded it probably by per your advice to like... I kept sending you like hilarious videos. Get a life, Deb. Watch TikTok. So it's been around seven years. Facebook really took off and overtook MySpace in about 2008. Do we remember MySpace? That was the like the original yeah, version. Vaguely. Of, yeah, but it overtook in 2008. So this circles me back to your point earlier. Is this the flavor of the month? If we were so worried about mental health, 
for kids, so worried about foreign governments having access to Americans' personal data. Where were you, elected officials, I'm speaking to you, 15 years ago? Where were you seven years ago? Or is this just an aha moment and you finally figured it out? Because if TikTok's been around for seven years and I've been using it for three or four years, three years, isn't my stuff already (laughs) compromised? Yeah, absolutely. It's 100% stolen, used, sold. It's out there. It's not just living in your own mind. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.